here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Robin McCarron. He is sounding off, drunk, in the middle of the road, in a snowstorm, wherever he is. Jeff Hawkins. They give them a big middle finger! (laughs) You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Robin McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. I honestly would have rather gotten a DUI tonight. Wow. Hi, everybody. Rob McCarron here. It is Shake Them Ropes. On the line via Skype is Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And one of the things we're going to talk about on this show is some of the breaking news from today. Breaking news that, Jeff, you haven't seen yet. I have not. I've kind of been in a cave since about 10 10 a.m. Pacific time. We are going to talk about some of the breaking news from WWE today. We're going to talk about some of the breaking news that Ryan Satin over at the Pro Wrestling Sheet has broken today. We are going to talk about WWE Fastlane because go figure that show's coming up on Sunday. Mm. Uh, So we got some stuff to talk about. So we're going to go right into it. Um, For those expecting our next match on the top 100 match countdown, we are going to postpone that until next week's next Tuesday show uh, just because there's so much to get through. And uh, I want to make sure we have time for everything and don't go too long in the tooth. So we will talk the next match in our top 100 match series next Tuesday on Shake Them Ropes. We will also be back live on Sunday after WWE Fastlane. So we will be doing an STR live after Fastlane. You can watch it live at the VoicesOfWrestling.com website, the all-new VoicesOfWrestling.com website. Yes. Or live on YouTube voicesofwrestling.com slash YouTube. We will be live right after Fastlane on Sunday, talking all the hysteria. Today on the show, we will preview Fastlane, but first, it is mm. the biggest news story of the day. So, Jeff, you don't know what this is. You haven't been uh, online today to really follow the news. So Correct. I am going to read to you mm-hmm. a press release from WWE.com that was sent out today. Triple H has been all over the dirt sheets, if you will, promoting this thing. <laughs> Stamford, Connecticut. WWE Network continues to add to its already robust slate of original programming in 2016 with the newly, gle- newly green-lit show, Global Cruiserweight Series. This tournament brings together more than 30 of the greatest in-ring competitors at Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida, to vie Mm -hmm. for the right to call themselves the best cruiserweight in the world. Global Cruiserweight Series is set to premiere Wednesday, July 13th at 9 p.m. on the award-winning WWE Network. For the first time ever, WWE invites cruiserweights from all over the world to compete in the inaugural Global Cruiserweight Series. 32 of the greatest in-ring competitors under 205 pounds will descend upon full sail and collide for 10 weeks to earn the right to call themselves the best cruiserweight in the world. Jeff Hawkins, this is the Cruiserweight Show. Fascinating, isn't it? Your Um, your initial (laughs) thoughts as someone who did not know going into this show, uh, what was happening? All right, three thoughts then right off the top of my head. Sure. Number one, the network is doing a very smart thing in that it's catering to wrestling fans and expanding their reach between entertainment and wrestling programming. I think they realize from the lessons of NXT that wrestling fans are subscribing to the WWE network, not sports entertainment fans, wrestling fans. Number two, don't tell me they're not going after the indies. They're going after the indies. I don't care. They're going after them. Number three, it's still WWE land. That which happens on the network is still kind of a second-class citizen. Calling yourself the best cruiserweight is like calling yourself the prettiest fat girl. 
Um, well, it's interesting because this thing is going to be, I have a feeling it'll be treated like tough enough in the aspect that, yeah, they promote the show a little bit, but it's not like anything that happens on that show is going to be in canon for WWE. Correct. It's going to be airing after NXT, so it'll relate closely to NXT. It's being taped at Full Sail University, so I mean, this isn't going to be a live weekly show by any means. It'll be all taped probably in a three or four day span at Full Sail and then aired over the course of 10 weeks. So if you're against spoilers, uh, you will want to really be diligent in trying to avoid them because they will be all over the place, I'm sure. Um, but it is interesting. And, and Triple H has yes. gone on and done different interviews today, uh, some pretty mainstream interviews too, uh, as the news was breaking out uh, about this. I mean, there he's talking about Rev Pro and Evolve and, you know, not being able to get anyone who's on the New Japan contract, but almost anyone else, anyone who's available mm -hmm. will be part of the pool for this uh, to where you're going to see some of the guys who are already signed with WWE probably debut during this. A guy like Chris Gerard, the former Biff Busick, probably yeah. Rich Swan, some of those guys. But you will see some other guys who are not WWE guys, um, you know, a Zack Sabre Jr. right off the bat screams to mind uh you know zach saber jr who you know left pro wrestling noah and no one really knew exactly why has been spending more time in the in the united states he's kind of a free agent to do what he wants a guy like zach saber jr coming in for a short time during this tournament is i would say more than likely to happen uh you know ray mysterio on the outs with triple a could ray mysterio come back for a short run with wwe on the cruiserweight series show uh, there will be some excitement going into this tournament as far as who is involved. Yes. Um, I, I don't want anyone to get like too overly excited just because, you know, sometimes you do this like, oh my God, this is going to be the greatest thing yeah. ever. And then all of a sudden, you know, a lot of the participants are Sin Cara and, and Callisto, some of the guys you've already seen before. And, and while I yeah. feel like Callisto will be involved most likely, while I feel like Neville will probably be involved most likely, that's, that's a good thing. You know, seeing Neville against the Zack Sabre Jr. in full sale would be really cool. Oh, no, no doubt. Um, but like you said, we've been through this kind of before a couple times in the WWE, you know, when we had Dean Malenko as your champ feuding with Scotty Tuati, which was a mixture of wrestler versus sports entertainer. You had Taka Michinoku and Super Delphin trading wins here and there. Um, I think for the network, as long as it kind of remains its own universe, great. If they do this and then they bring cruiserweights up and then feed them to heavyweights, which, you know, is a possibility. I, d I don't want to see that. I, I like cruiserweight wrestling. It's like having the undercard of uh, Nitro the first couple hours there uh, back in the mid-90s. Those were always exciting matches. Uh, I wonder what this does to a company. I mean, I, I figure that the guys that they invite who are, aren't under contract won't have to be under a contract here, correct? No, the same, re you know, the same way tough enough competitors aren't under a contract. Right. So, you know, so, a so, yeah. so it would not affect something like a PWG, which to me is eyeballing Zack Sabre Jr. as a possible champion in the next month or so. Or are they, you know, trying to get his dates out of the way? Correct. Yeah. You okay. Know, there, there's no, that, a couple that part, ways you can look at it. And it's nice scouting. Um, if it's a hit for the network, I think that can be only be a positive. Uh, but again, the network and Raw and SmackDown are two separate universes. So don't, I, don't get overly excited about that part of it but i'm sure they'll use raw and smackdown to help plug it on oh the yeah yeah they'll plug it i probably yeah. in the same way they plug nxt really a commercial here and there michael cole you know throwing to the camera saying hey check out this cruiserweight show on on wwe network you know something like that uh you know ray mysterio these some of these names are going to be maybe off the wall some of these names or they're just the guys who are available ray mysterio I, might I know, be available for this no i don't think ray's gonna do something like this he, he, he too much pride and too much too much worth on the market to do something like a unless they pay him unless unless he gets paid for this and unless he well he's gonna get paid if he did this no but no, also, no i don't i don't mean paid i mean paid okay all, i don't, I don't, I don't also, mean he's getting a check i yeah. mean he's He's getting some good money to do it. He could also sign full time and then just this is part of what he does on his return. Yeah, sure. Um, Rich Swan is down there in NXT. Chris Gerard, Neville Callisto, Brian Kendrick. 
DJZ, the former Zima Ion from TNA. He's not there anymore. Of course, you have La Sombra down there who hasn't debuted yet in the next T. Tyler Breeze maybe come back, you know, for this type of show. Are you worried at all that some of these guys, you know, they're on the cruiserweight show that in in some ways in WWE, that's a negative connotation, right? Yes. No, I I brought that up on my original points. Yes. I think until now, they make up, a, until they get a cruiserweight who is a legitimate, because they don't believe small guys can be ass kickers. And until well, they right. until they embrace that, you're still going to be a second class citizen. But my, my question, and I know you brought it up, and this is what I was going okay. to, my question Sorry. here is what if they mm -hmm. put Finn Balor in this tournament, the NXT champion, someone who could potentially could be a big deal in WWE, what would happen if they quote unquote pigeonhole him as a cruiserweight here in the cruiserweight championship series, which would, I mean, if this tournament brings in the names that some people are, are maybe expecting or thinking could be possible, Finn Balor in this tournament would be, would be really fun. It would be exciting and it would be intriguing, but at the same time, uh, you know, this guy who Triple H may want to make a big deal on WWE Raw is a cruiserweight. And how mm -hmm. would Vince react to that? Uh, your thoughts on Finn Balor, or maybe even a Sami Zayn, if they're that, involved in this show. That's exactly what I was going to say. You keep Finn Balor and Sami Zayn away from this because you've already eyed them for the main roster. You've already teased Sami Zayn up there fighting John Cena. It, it does not help them to be in this tournament. It only will give a negative connotation now that they've been seen as championship material. The other, this the is other, for new guys. This is, this is yeah. for entry level guys. This is for new eyeballs. You yeah. do not put those. You can put, you can put rehab projects in here. You can put like a Heath Slater. I don't know if he fits the two Oh five. No, level. I, I wouldn't. I mean, you can put those types of guys in yeah. here. Like Tyler breeze, bring Tyler him back. Breeze. He's fine. But, but you keep Z those two, especially you keep Zane out. And I think you even keep a Callisto out. Matt Riddle coming in, That'd facing be off against a Chad Gable. The possibilities are nearly endless, but I would almost think if you're gonna if you're gonna throw out names, the one name that I would throw out and be pretty confident in him appearing in this tournament is Zack Saber Jr. So if if you're a Zack Saber Jr. fan, you're probably gonna get him on the WWE show this year uh, at some I'll, point. I'll throw out another one. Mike Speedball Bailey. Yeah, I I question Mike Bailey just the fact that he's started going AAA. in Mexico and yeah. he's got that connection, so you never know. But Marty Marty Skrull could be put in here. Marty Skrull, yeah, and you got to kind of avoid guys who are in Lucha Underground. Yeah. Um. So there, I mean, there's certain people that just won't be available for this. But, mm -hmm. you know, other guys, you know, Rey Mysterio, of course, is in Lucha Underground, but they're going to be done taping everything, it seems like, before June, July, uh, that time frame to when this show is going to start. So they could, you know, finish all that. Well, Rey's Lucha Underground contract would be different than his AAA contract, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, it if would. He, if he signed to that, I don't think he signed to the seven-year deal, per se. But you know what? WWE could also go make a deal with something like a Dragon Gate or something to that effect. Um, hey, New Japan, I know we, we kind of stole AJ and Carl and Doc and kind of took Nakamura away from you when you weren't necessarily expecting it, but yeah. uh, can we use Jushin Liger, please? Hey, uh, no, Juice Robinson's too big, isn't he? Juice Robinson <laughs> might, uh, might not fit the cruiserweight idea, but let's face it, I'm 205 pounds. It doesn't matter how much they and weigh, keep, as long as they look like it. You and know? also keep AJ Styles away from this. Keep AJ Styles away from it. And you're talking about a June-July time frame. Mm -hmm. You know, Seth Rollins is only listed at 215 pounds. You know, a little no. weight cut. Oh, jeez. No, 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 Come no. back for the Cruiser show. New, new people and rehab projects. That's it. Yeah, so I, and there will be some excitement, you know. Uh, could Paul London make an appearance in WWE again? You never know with all these. So it, it's an interesting story. I mean, when that came across today, of course, Twitter's blowing up. Uh, the Cruiserweight show, everyone was, you know, hoping for something with that. You know, push the Cruiserweights. And here we are, a 10-week show focused by WWE Network, uh, the Cruiserweight Championship Series. I, I want your prediction right now for the final, Jeff. <laughs> really? I want uh, it. Okay. Zack Sabre Jr. versus um it, it's uh, funny you versus Biff Busick. How about it, it's that? It's funny you mentioned Zack Sabre in the final because as much as I think he's probably going to be in it, like when I've been looking on Twitter, just kind of glancing at 
who people are excited for that could possibly be in this thing. It seems like everyone thinks that Zack Sabre Jr., if he was in it, would go to the finals. And oh, yeah. a lot of people out there talking about La Sombra versus Zack Sabre Jr. Like that could be your your catapult for La Sombra, even. I think, yeah, it's gonna be it's probably gonna be people already on contract and people that they're looking at to fall in love with. But you know, Zach's in there, they're gonna fall in love with him, I think. At least his look. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and you know, let's not Let's not cut us off at the knees here. Let's be excited for it until it goes, you know, until they start monkeying with it. No, I'm I'm excited for it just for the fact that, you know, it's going to be in full sale. So the crowd's mm-hmm. going to be pretty hyped about it. You know, of all the talents they've brought in, I mean, look, you know, look at it. They brought in Austin Aries, right? They're, they're bringing in some of these talents that you didn't think that they would actually go after to be on their TV. So I'm excited to see who they do bring in, uh, bring in for, for this. Uh, and 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 God help them if they do the gimmick where it's someone who's too big to wrestle with the cruisers and they put them in that thing. Well, that's why <laughs> I, I don't bring up like a guy like Samoa Joe. I don't know if Bull they would Dempsey. put in. We'll bring him back and put him. Oh, jeez, no, don't do that. <laughs> it's Bull James now, oh, the last it? of a dying breed. Bull James. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just on that note, uh, another piece of breaking news that happened today: um, Pro Wrestling Sheet breaking the story that Wade Barrett is leaving WWE, that he has given his notice and is quitting in June. Huh? Good for him. I, I think, uh, you know, we, we read a little bit too much into it when he changed his Twitter handle, if you recall that episode, but uh, I think maybe he's going to pursue acting now, or maybe the injuries are just too much. Pursue acting, you know, Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer had a note a couple of weeks ago talking about how there's one current WWE star who's thinking about going into MMA when his contract expires. No. I don't believe it to be Wade Barrett <laughs> one bit. I think if it's anyone on that roster, it's Jack Swagger, who's in the same boat kind of as Wade Barrett, you know, a guy that uh, has seen his run go less than smoothly and probably, you know, will never be a top guy. So maybe start looking beyond WWE. Here's um, something yeah. My, yeah, here's something mind-blowing. When you think about the Nexus invasion, uh-huh. the only two guys who are getting regular TV time now after after he leaves, Skip Sheffield and Heath Slater. <laughs> I mean, if you had told me who's going to be a star out of this group, uh, he'd be third or fourth on that list. Oh, Ryback. Ryback, man. Ryback keeps trying. You have Heath Slater who keeps trying. There's a lot of trying going on. And Darren Young occasionally gets appearances, but I'm just saying uh, as a regular weekly yeah, but he's, he's starting to get just as many appearances as Damian Sandow at this point. Like, yeah. the guy nowhere to be seen. David and nowhere, <laughs> nowhere to be seen because his uh, usual tag team partner, Titus O'Neil, has been suspended. Mm-hmm. And Titus O'Neil came out with an interesting Instagram post today. Oh. Titus O'Neil spoke uh, just a few hours ago before we recorded the show. As a proud University of Florida alum and ambassador, I'm proud to announce that I'll be returning to the University of Florida very soon. That's interesting. Wow. <laughs> I think Titus O'Neil might be taking the advice. I yeah, that, yeah, that's my first uh first thought a week out. How do you feel about it? Same, uh, different. Uh, he's too good for them. If you're going to suspend the guy and from all reports saying that Triple H had to talk Vince out from firing him and you know uh, WWE WWE released the Titus O'Neil messages saying that you know basically Titus thought he was getting fired and was accepting of it like if you need to let me go because of this I accept it. You know, he thought he was going to get fired too for whatever this confrontation really was about and there's rumors out there that Titus was just, you know, kind of stopping Vince from going to the back, letting letting Stephanie walk first, telling Vince ladies first. Uh, and Vince didn't really quite get the the playful nature of it. But if you are going to be so quick to release a guy who, by all intents and purposes, is a model citizen, what you want your your superstars to be in the community, on TV, in every aspect, Titus O'Neil is what they should be striving their superstars to be. And you're going to fire him for making a temporary lapse in judgment as far as how playful he can be 
on screen, then he is too damn good for them. And you have, we talked about this when he was suspended, right? That he could go yes. back to the University of Florida. He can go do acting endeavors. He can do anything he wants, really, in the world of sports ambassadorship. Um, you know, I, go work on the SEC network. I'm sure ESPN would love to have a guy like Titus O'Neill too. This guy, if he goes back to Florida and this is like a full-time job in some way, instead of just something to do, you know, cause all this could mean is that Titus O'Neill is going to visit Florida for a week, you know, yeah. like none of this means he's leaving WWE, but if it ends up being a point where D Titus O'Neill is leaving WWE to go back to Florida or do anything in that realm, I say, Awesome to him because Titus O'Neil this week has shown me that he is too good for WWE. Okay, so you're doubling down on your original thought, pretty much. Oh, um, yeah. For me, <laughs> I just I went more in the direction of just how petty this is because it seems that his biggest crime was ruining Vince McMahon's contrived for television moment, and he didn't even ruin it. Yeah, and and, and because just talking online this week about how many times they tried to get rid of the yes chant onto other people. And then Vince doing the yes chant as a tribute to Daniel Bryan. You just go, Oh, this is such a contrived kind of lacking emotion, but maybe there's a little bit of genuineness in there. And that's what he's mad about. You got, you know, Oh, you, I was being emotional right now. You ruined that. <laughs> it's just, okay, great. Give him a talking to send out a memo that we're all going to be more serious, including myself and get over with. And you know what, Rob, we've spent two weeks on it. Let's, I guess we should move on and wait to see. I, you know, I hope he quits in a way. If he's going to make more money outside of it. Great. If he needs the money, stay and swallow it. I, I hope he quits as long as he's happy with quitting. If he wants to stay yeah. in WWE and he's happy there, then by all means be happy there. Um, but if he sees the light and says, you know mm -hmm. what, I can do so many different things and I don't have to worry about being suspended for, you know, something this silly, you know, outwardly, it seems like it's silly. Maybe there's something we're all missing and Vince has a legitimate reason to be upset, but it certainly doesn't seem that way. Last night on Raw, Jeff, mm -hmm. Michael Cole announced that next week on Raw, the first ever awarding of the Vincent J. McMahon legacy of excellence award is it the legacy of excellence i'm pretty sure something like that legacy of excellence award is going to be given out on monday night raw the prestigious leg legacy of uh, excellence award you know yeah it's it's a prestigious award it's it's prestigious <laughs> because we said it was it's the first time Red it's ever being given Jeez. out because they were just waiting for the right person to give it to yeah um this award is going to be given out it has to go to triple h right Maybe. I mean, there's yeah, nothing, it's, it's a storyline advancement prop. It's something that's going to happen on Raw where it's either going to be bashed over someone's head or it's just a way to get heat on somebody. Um, you know, it, I found it so funny that, you know, some of the critics out there of wrestling are taking this seriously and like, oh, they should give it to Bret Hart. They should give it to Pat yeah. Patterson. I'm like, are no. you kidding me? This, this <laughs> has never been more obvious of a storyline advancement prop. You heard that Pat Patterson one too? Okay. Yeah, I heard that and laughed. No, I, I went through the stages. Yeah, the authority would be a great heel move. Uh, then I went, well, if it's real, maybe it's a makeup PR for Titus O'Neil because it's named after the father and he's father of the year and all that great stuff. And he's done more for the PR than anybody else. But then I settled on John Cena and legacy versus legacy him versus the undertaker and i think it's going that way if it's not a heel move to oh, someone in the authority if it's not someone in the if it's not someone in the authority yeah i think cena saying i'm 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 i'll suck it up and i'll i'll work wrestlemania oh i i think it's very likely john cena's work in wrestlemania but yeah. i didn't even make the connection between john cena and the legacy of excellence award that, yeah. that that's interesting because that could be a cool little setup and then maybe the undertaker interferes and you know, uh, the, they set up a match. They set yeah, up they, some kind of match. Yeah, the 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 inclination that that it uh, well, it's a Monday after Fastlane. It's the first Monday on the road to WrestleMania, yeah, yeah. and and they plugged it twice, which makes me go story. That immediately made me think story. If they had said it once, it might be for real. Oh they yeah, said I, I have no, I have no doubt that this is not for real. 
It's some yeah. kind of story. Whether yeah. they give it, whether Triple H gives it to himself, or you know, they give it to John Cena to set up a WrestleMania match. Yeah, maybe. And and John Cena would fit. Like, yeah, if they're giving an award for excellence and legacy and all that stuff, John Cena is a guy you could give it to, just for his length of service and so forth. Uh, but on that note, Jeff, last night on VOW Live, the mm. little YouTube live show, the live call-in show that I do. I wanted to give out my very own prestigious award. Was it to me? Um, it was not. You, I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't. You, you didn't really make the cut of the finalists. I can't win a sheedy I, legitimately. I can't win your awards legitimately. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Of I'm tired of being buried. You you won the award of our listeners' favorite host <laughs> of Shake Them Ropes. I mean, I'm pretty sure you would win that one. Oh no, um, no, you're the professional here. So the finalists. <laughs> For the first ever VOW Live Kenny M. Chaos Tradition of Magnificence Award, <laughs> the finalists Bo Dallas, Brandon Stroud, Lady Gaga, and Sid. Jeez. There are currently 130 votes in. Voting was held at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. 130 votes in so far. Who out of those four, Jeff, do you think are leading the polls? Well, given your love for him, I'll say Sid. Sid currently is in third place wow. in the voting. I, are, are the voters encouraging a shoot week type thing with Brandon Stroud? At 59% with five hours to go in the voting as we record this at 635 Eastern. So if you listen to this right as I upload it, you can kind of go vote still at 59%. Brandon Stroud is leading the voting for the Kenny M. Chaos Tradition of Magnificence Award. Uh, the, very, the prestigious Kenny M. Chaos Tradition of Magnificence Award. 59% Brandon Stroud. Second place, 21% Bo Dallas. Sid, and then at 8%, Lady Gaga pulling in those Jeb Bush numbers. Well, speaking of Stroud, allow me to preempt any anger from Danielle Madison, Rugun. Celia Bloom, any of our female listeners. No, I don't, I don't out like there. this precursor. No, no, right. no, no, no. I'm I'm apologizing I for I have my the, finger on the, the dump switch. I'm apologizing for the prettiest fat chick joke. It was a line I used to use in my stand-up about marching band geeks. And it just came naturally. And I'm sure people are gonna what, call me, people are gonna call me a misogynist I afterwards. I don't even know what you're referring to, and I'm sure no one else does either. Oh, no, no, no. When you asked me what I thought about the cruiserweight stuff, I said it's like it's like calling yourself, the, saying you're the best no. cruiserweight in the WWE is like calling yourself the prettiest fat girl. <laughs> and you thought I listened to you. <laughs> I'm sure you were probably dealing with your terrible audio controls while I was talking. I was dealing with my terrible audio <laughs> controls, actually. How'd you know? How oh. did you know? Um, but yeah, Brandon Stroud. So what happened was Brandon Stroud, re, uh, of course, if you're unfamiliar, Brandon Stroud is a writer on uh, Uproxx, the the With Spandex uh, section of uh, Uproxx. Uh, Brandon Stroud actually retweeted the poll. Uh, so he got his followers to support him, <laughs> and he is leading the poll right now at 59% with 130 I'm, votes in. I'm so glad Voices of Wrestling and Uproxx have buried the hatchet. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Speaking of voices of wrestling.com, go check out the new layout. I almost died helping Sweet. put it together. Not really, but people want to think that that is okay. Mm -hmm. Um, 32 men in the cruiserweight championship global series. That's a lot of dudes. Actually, it's hard to even imagine what 32 they can sign that aren't signed somewhere else. Cause you're not going to get Matt Seidel. You're not going to get Will Ospreay. Uh, you're not going to get certain people. No ricochet, most likely. Right. Uh, so while there's a ton of cool names out there, still, uh, who those are going to be, I don't know. I don't quite know yet. Uh, but what is happening on Sunday, Jeff? Is... Well, let's let's finish up Raw before we go. Oh, there. Let, sure. Let's finish up Raw. Let's finish up uh, what on Raw would you like to dive into next? I will start with the banal, and then I'll go into something that will lead, uh, lead us into Fastlane. The banal. Quite interesting that yet another WWE superstar shows up at PWG and then on the next show, someone is doing a move. <laughs> As Ni Naomi breaks out the speedball Mike Bailey kicks <laughs> against yeah. Becky Lynch. 
who was yeah. at PWG. Well, mm. she did it on SmackDown. Yeah. On Thursday, and then did oh, did here. she? I didn't know. I did not know that. She okay. did them on SmackDown on Thursday, and attracted. <laughs> someone, someone referenced, someone tweeted at Naomi, and uh, you know, mentioned Speedball Mike Bailey, and she was like, "Yeah, I love Mike Bailey." Okay, great. It's an homage then. Yeah, it's an homage. Although, although, although keep in mind, C Cody Rhodes stole half of AJ. AJ Styles' stuff for his entrance before AJ ever got to WWE. So it's like, okay, great. We if saw if you're yeah. gonna if you're gonna steal from people, mm -hmm. why not? Well, Becky Lynch still does the Becky Lynch has the hoodie that she yeah. raises. You know, people do that. That's the thing to do. Okay. Uh, um speaking of AJ Styles, AJ Styles and Chris Jericho looks like it's gonna happen. Uh the third match is going to happen at WWE Fastlane. Uh we haven't talked since you actually saw it. Any any issues? With AJ Styles losing to Chris Jericho on SmackDown? Yes, but complaining about it will do me no good. See, I, I don't have an issue with it just for the fact that, you know, Chris Jericho's a big-time player in WWE. As much as he might be tiring for some, he's a former world champion. He was at one time at the top of the totem pole at WWE. And AJ Styles is coming in, and, you know, he's a smaller guy. Yes. And they, do they throw that in your face sometimes? Yes. But... Losing to Chris Jericho isn't all that bad of a thing, especially when AJ was the one who won first. And then it builds to this third matchup, a matchup that I have no doubt AJ is going to win at Fastlane. So at the end of the day, I'm not going to freak out over one loss. Would now, it have been cool if he was undefeated for a long period of time? Sure. Yes. But not everyone gets that. And I'm not even entirely sure if AJ Styles should have been the one to get that. No, uh, my complaints are based on raised expectations that this was the main guy in New Japan and voted the wrestler of the year. And now and he's not being treated as a superstar. He's being treated as a guy. And, you know, it that's what they do. Yeah, and well, I can't come. And, and, and I think Joe Lanza on the flagship Voices of Wrestling podcast would best enjoy the mid card of and ignore the main event and you'll be much happier. And I'm going to do that. I'm just going to be happy and see where this goes. How about that? Now, oftentimes, not I, being negative. <laughs> I oftentimes like the main event scene. The main event scene at the end of uh, 2015 was pretty cool until Seth Rollins got hurt. There were good, some yes. good ideas there. AJ Styles, yes, is going to be in the upper mid card. I mean, again, not disparaging the guy for working Chris Jericho. That's a pretty good program to be in when it's a sincere program. And him losing one match, what he's what, like seven and one? You know, since uh, coming fine. into WWE, his one loss is a big match against Chris Jericho that they are going to rematch here on a pay-per-view, a match that, you know, will probably be really good on this Fastlane show and a match that AJ Styles is likely to win before he goes on to WrestleMania. I'm just not freaking out over it. I'm, I'm no. fine with you if you, if anyone out there just thinks that he should have absolutely not lost this match or if they should be using the Styles Clash more and putting things over more. Um, but I, I feel like he has been treated as a star. You know, there's not many guys in WWE over the last several weeks who have been treated better than AJ Styles. Roman Reigns might be the only one, and that's even debatable. You're right. It, it just might be my perceptions, yeah, and, we, and, we and want, I fully admit that. Yeah, we want AJ to be such on a higher plane, or we want certain people to be you know, pushed so high that it may not live up to expectations, but when we you want, look at it we, in the realm of WWE, like who has been yeah. pushed better? Maybe Chris Jericho might be the answer, right? We want it to be a wrestling company, and it's not, and that's where we get our expectations screwed up at times. Yeah, it's uh, it's an entertainment company, and Chris. Well, AJ Styles got the promo time on Raw, and I felt it was kind of uh, a negative in the fact that you know Vince McMahon is probably back there watching AJ Styles finally speak in a heated tone, and you know they didn't let AJ talk to build up for this moment, to build up to the the anger Correct. that he was feeling over Chris Jericho. But ding, ding. what was the crowd doing right away after finally hearing AJ what? Styles talk for the first time? Loud what, what chance to the baby what? face? Jeez. To the baby face that this crowd was going ape for when you first came out into the ring, uh, they're still doing the what chance, and that didn't help any. Um, I hate I hate the what chance, and I hate people who do the what chance, and we need to stop it, guys, because you're killing a lot of talented people doing it. Stop it. The same guys Thank doing the what chance are also on their keyboards, you know, and I'm not saying that disparagingly. I'm on my keyboard, for Christ's sake. But they're the same ones who were thought, you know, push AJ, push AJ. But then they go to the show and they just caught, get caught in the moment. And they chant what at him? You know, you got to, you know, think about what you're doing, I would say. Uh, but AJ and Chris Jericho going into to Fastlane is a pretty exciting match. Um, yes. And I'm looking yes. forward to it.
Yes, and the other, the second thing on Raw, and then we'll get into our fast lane, the inexplicable main event segment to me in terms of placement. All big guys, seven of them, in the main event slot on the go-home show for a pay-per-view. It didn't mean all that much at the time. I guess we have to sit here and wait. Um, <laughs> it it was what it was. It's you know to the cynic in me went well. It's a it's the equal and opposite reaction to last week's main event segment where it's the small guy who was getting hurt. Now they're telling us what we, they should like, but I don't think it's that cynical per se. But it's still we're gonna put all the big guys in the main event segment. That'll That'll jumpstart this Wyatt family <laughs> cluster. <laughs> and it was a cluster because doing a sunset flip on the outside doesn't do all that much. It was a cluster. It was, I mean, again, another kind of a weird finish to the show because of all the things you could have put on last on that show. Uh, yeah. You put, you know, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, and all those guys, and the big Kane return coming in to fight off these guys, uh, where it looks like right now you have Bray... Rowan, Braun, and Luke going up against Ryback, Big Show, and Kane, and there's a there's a slot for a fourth person right there. And mm-hmm. could that be the Undertaker? Could it be if you go into WrestleMania? Could that be Brock Lesnar? Um, there is a slot there. I still yeah. don't know exactly what they're going to do with Bray at WrestleMania. Um, it doesn't look likely that he'll be involved in any way with AJ Styles, which was my guess when AJ first debuted. You know, kind of thinking of where pre- people could go, but. I'm not convinced he's going to be working Brock either, even after the big beatdown on Brock Lesnar. I'm not convinced that Bray is going to be positioned with Brock Lesnar at this point. Maybe that was the plan at the time. That may not be now. Maybe it's still the plan. I don't know. Uh, but and it's Ryback, still ex- Ryback, Big Show, and Kane are just the the holy trinity of no no one cares. Yeah, and and it's even more inexplicable that they're plugging the Stone Cold podcast after the show live, and they beat down Big Show. It's just it was just such a weird placement unless unless you think the the Wyatt family is a going to be a big part of Fastlane and b a big part of WrestleMania and ah man I think that's a miscalculation but hey here we are yeah I don't know what they're going to do with WrestleMania um with certain certain guys um I'm starting to have a few doubts over the main event too I know a lot of people out there might be having some doubts over the main event but we'll we'll go into this Fastlane show let's do it it was announced on Raw that the United States Championship match, Callisto and Alberto Del Rio, is going to be on the <laughs> kickoff show, not on the traditional pay-per-view, and it is going to be a best-of-three-falls match. Callisto oh. going in as the U.S. champion, defending against Alberto Del Rio in a best-of-three-falls. Jeff, how hyped? Moderately, depending on how long Callisto has to hang there waiting for Alberto to hit his finisher like Sincara did. Um, yeah, not as hyped as, as you might think. I think it'll be a good, but nothing spectacular match. I think they'll probably give the belt back to Del Rio. Del Rio winning this one as champion. Now with, you know, if they kind of phase out Wade Barrett, if Wade Barrett is indeed leaving, uh, in the summer, you know, Sheamus hasn't been doing much lately. Rusev is just kind of there sometimes with Lana, sometimes without this, this group, this, uh, you know, League of Nations group has already lasted longer than I thought they would. I thought they would get to Royal Rumble and then just kind of, you know, break apart and each person's program for WrestleMania or Fastlane would kind of develop. And that that really hasn't happened. You know, Del Rio is the only one with a certain program right now. But right now they're in the League of Nations. Uh, Del Rio could very well win this championship back. Where does he go to WrestleMania from here? I don't know. Where does Callisto go? Do they do they just go back to the tag team of Callisto and Sin Cara and forget this whole U.S. title run ever happened? Probably. That can happen too because, you know, you're going into WrestleMania where you're going to need a multi-man tag team match, right? So, mm-hmm. so that's uh, that's a possibility. No, I think I think Callisto. I think the Lucha Dragons are involved in whatever schmas for the tag team belts at WrestleMania they think of, and then I think Alberto and. I think the League of Nations stays the League of Nations and they add Kevin Owens probably in there. And so they're they're kind of the horsemen with all the mid-card belts. Well, let's write on cue. Kevin Owens won the Intercontinental Championship on Raw. Going to yeah. face off with Dolph Ziggler in a singles match. So all those wins Dolph was getting, here he, uh, here he now gets to challenge the Intercontinental Champion, Kevin Owens. The belt is back on KO. 
Mm-hmm. What a what a good reaction he got too when he won. Not only when he came out for the match on Raw, but when he won the title on Raw. Kevin Owens is getting over despite you know losing some matches here and there. Yeah, and and he's going to get over as a heel in Ohio, Cleveland, where Dolph is from. That's here. right. That's and, right. And after after a very I think a solid match. I'm hyped for it because they're they're out. They always are good. It just doesn't mean much in in the end. But I think you know Kevin Owens is going to beat Dolph here. But it's yeah. going to be an exciting match. And I think then Owens heals on the Cleveland crowd and beats him up some more probably. Yeah, I think he'll. I think Kevin Owens wins here too. Um, the United States Championship match, and I I go back to this just for a second. So you think Alberto Del Rio will win? I would probably say Alberto Del Rio wins too. But you look at mm-hmm. Callisto and Alberto Del Rio, then you look at Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. I'm not saying mm-hmm. this is going to be the order by any means, but so far, am I wrong in saying that we're probably two for two as far as really good matches on the show? Depends on how motivated Del Rio is. I think always uh, because for me he's hit or miss in terms of his listlessness, but. Other than that, you know, yes, both have potential to be very, very good. Yeah, I think a, uh, you know, kind of a hometown-ish showing in front of Kevin Owens, you know, a match that he can be excited about. I think Dolph Ziggler is going to bring it, whether that means bumping like a madman or whether that means actually trying to have a really good match. uh, we'll, We'll see on Sunday. But, yeah, two for two for me. We go to the Divas Championship, Charlotte and Brie Bella. Brie Bella getting this match in what seems like a weird turn of events after you know the royal rumble sasha banks comes back does the old you know new japan kind of standoff like okay i'm your next challenger here i am in the ring and then she goes her own way and brie bella gets the title match with charlotte kind of running off the fumes of the daniel bryan retirement brie bella was on good good morning america today talking about how she's phasing out her wwe career so uh charlotte is going to win this match most likely unless they give Brie a one-month run with the title and then loses it at WrestleMania. I think Charlotte will win this one, and maybe we'll get the the restart of anything she does with Becky and Sasha. I think not only does Charlotte win, I think they play up the whole Nikki thing, and they, they have her injure Brie and have her leave, and that way it opens the door in case after Brie starts this family, she may want to come back. Because I don't think just a, a normal pinfall will do here. It That would also establish Charlotte as a killer leading into that WrestleMania thing. So I think she has to, I, I, I think she's going to knock out Brie much like she did Nikki. And then that would also help set up Nikki for when she comes back. Yeah. I Do you, let me ask you this. Do you see... Brie mm-hmm. or Nikki, a Bella wrestling in WWE once in 2017. 2017? 2017. I'm not even asking for this year, obviously. I'm asking for 2017, meaning if Nikki came back, you know, that she would wrestle at all because she's not going to be around this year, most likely. Um, Brie looks like she's leaving and won't come back uh, in 2017. Basically, what I'm asking you is you you talk about Nikki coming back. I'm not convinced she's going to come back and wrestle. She might have that John Cena fight gene where she just wants to prove that she can come back. I don't know, Uh, but I'm not convinced she's going to come back. What would you say? Nikki's coming back for one last match at least. One last match at least. Could happen. Could happen. And she'll she'll work safe. I mean, you you can have that happen unless it's a concussion issue. I think, you know, you can work around any other kind of injury, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you might be able to. Uh, we go to the other Divas match in the show. Becky Lynch is teaming with Sasha Banks mm. against Naomi and Tamina. Team uh, Bay. Team Bay. What? Oh. Also, quite a interesting little run in Sasha Banks had on Raw. Uh, terrible. It was bad. <laughs> I, I was, was wondering, bad. like, she's taking her sweet time. Is she going to rush in when, you know, they have Becky up in the Samoan drop? Is she just going to hang out? Like, it, you could almost hear Michael Cole trying to tell the story that, you know, Sasha doesn't really have to help Becky right now. She just has to help her on Sunday. You know, right now she's kind of still an opponent. She's not a friend by any means. Uh, It was all played up really weird. Sasha looked kind of dickish. Yeah. And I think it's, it was the choice in footwear. (laughs) I think it was the heels and you can't run in those things. You can't move real well in those to a wrestling ring. I, you know, team Bay wins this. And I think Sasha then attacks Becky. 
Sasha attacks Becky. Now, does that mean Sasha Banks goes in as a heel up against Charlotte? Are we, do we know, do we have a guess on what they could do for WrestleMania with the, with the divas? Because right now I'm, I'm kind of going all in. I'm ready to shove all in that. It's going to be like an invitational multi-woman match of some kind or a gauntlet or a, a Royal of some kind. Um, because I don't, I don't know if they're going to do Sasha and Charlotte at this point, because when they started it at the Royal Rumble, they just completely moved away from it. Could that mean that they moved away because they were a little early? Does it mean they moved away because they just don't want to do that period? I I don't know. Um, But all the signs point to, Mm. you know, a mass of women being involved in this. For all I know, they could do Charlotte and Summer Rae one-on-one at WrestleMania. I'm going all in on a triple threat. All between the triple threat. But, but, but between the NXT three and I think Steph will push for it behind the scenes a bit. And I think, you know, I think they'll push this as the wrestling match between the ladies on, on the thing. And I think it could be greater or, or it won't be. I don't, I don't know yet. I really don't, but I think triple threat is the way they're going to go. So that, you know, so that Becky's not left out because, you know, Becky's a great wrestler in the ring. Why would you, why would you put just Charlotte and Sasha in there? I, Charlotte's coming out with the belt. I think. I think she's having the WrestleMania moment, so to speak, um, just due to everything about you know Rick being around and things of that nature. But you know, and then you know they could add something where I was thinking a ladder match, but you know I don't want I don't want Sasha to kill herself, <laughs> given that she's taking bumps on the apron and whatnot. I I, I think it's going to be a triple threat. I'm going all in on that. So I think. You know, Team Bay wins, and then Team Bay teases tension. What was up with Summer Rae beating Paige? No idea. Flummoxed me to no end. Was Have it, no clue. Was it more about Summer Rae winning, or was it really more about Paige losing? Like, whatever story they tell, you know, the loss was what we were supposed to concentrate on. It doesn't matter who beat Paige, because it was really more about Paige losing. I think it lends credence to your theory of a multi-woman invitational of some sort. I does, really right? do. I, 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 yeah. I, I mean, your idea is great. I just, I can't see them pulling the trigger on that as a cluster, but it lends credence to it because Paige is a former women slash divas champ, and Summer Rae ne- would need to be built up as someone credible. So yeah. I think it's about Summer Rae winning. About Summer Rae winning. Well, we'll find out because could this be the culmination of all those ideas that were banted <laughs> about when Summer no. broke up from Tyler? Like, hey, this is this is what we have an idea for you. Simple answer. No, nope. no, Jeff says <laughs> no. Um, let's let's preview it because it. I mean, barring something unforeseen, it's going to happen. The Chris Jericho AJ Styles match. You know, I already said that I feel like AJ is going to win a really good match. We only have four matches announced for the show. Um, we haven't gotten to the main event yet, but we have the the two divas matches the Intercontinental Championship match. We're probably going to get something with Kane Ryback and Big Show announced tonight on SmackDown also. But Mm -hmm. some of these matches, not all of them are going to go that long, right? So there's some time on this one for AJ and Chris Jericho to really go out there and have the best of their three matches. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a good match. Um, Jericho has lost half a step, I'd say, but he's motivated. So it's going to be on him a bit, I think, to... Because, you know, AJ's going to be great, I think. Uh, my only concern was that theory I put out a couple weeks ago that it might be Jericho Undertaker. If it is, Jericho wins, but that's the only way I could see him winning this. AJ Styles. Definitely. In a, in a, in a good match. I wouldn't say it's going to be five stars, but, you know, we'll go four. I, I see AJ Styles winning. I see Chris Jericho getting out of the calf uh, crusher a couple of times, forcing AJ to go to the Styles Clash. I hope so. I think he's going to win with the Styles Clash. I I hope so. I I mean, for all the ragging WWE has gotten on the build to AJ Styles, I really do feel like backstage, this is all Chris Jericho's idea. Like, I don't want you to use the Clash until our big match. I want you to use the Calf Crusher, set up a couple of moves. I feel like Chris Jericho has a lot of input in this. So you have heard nothing about them saying he can't use the Styles Clash. I mean, he used it on TV once and it went perfectly. He he can use it. I just think they want to build up other moves. I mean, you know, CM Punk had, you know, a couple of moves. He had the Anaconda Vise, 
and yes. he had to go to sleep. You want yes. guys to have multiple ways of beating people, especially AJ Styles is going to be in the ring with guys who are a lot bigger than him sometimes. He's not Here. going to be able to do the Styles clash to a guy like Roman Reigns. Here's my only concern about this, and I, I've brought this up before. He didn't do it on Raw, so people aren't conditioned, who are casual fans, aren't conditioned to know when he's going for the Styles clash. Because he did it in the Rumble, he teased it in the Rumble, he did it on SmackDown. He's never done it on Raw, so the majority of WWE fans won't know to say, oh, here it comes. They'll have to wait for everybody around them to, to get Jeff, on that. Do you remember when we were talking about the Rumble and you didn't know if the crowd would know who AJ Styles is? Look, and it's 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 apples and oranges because that not. crowd that that crowd's a travel crowd. They they they're they're a smarky crowd. Well, this well, one that is part's true. Yeah, but I, I just feel like we're gonna get in the same boat where when he hits the Styles Clash in Cleveland, they'll know what that is. Oh no, they they will. It it'll come to them. I'm just saying instantly they won't know he's setting up for it necessarily. Some will, some won't. I I just don't think it'll be a massive. Everybody knows what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. That's all. I'm not saying they won't. They, they'll be like, third. What's that? No, I'm <laughs> saying, you know, <laughs> you know, they they will. They'll they'll get it. Don't because I have faith in the intelligence of crowds. Hold on, I, I just, am uh, I am time stamping that moment right there <laughs> to put that in the next intro I create. Perfect. I'll take it. I may I may have you re-record just for better acoustics uh, <laughs> later on, but yeah, um, uh, that's my high point in my radio career. What do you What do we think they're going to do? Are they going to do a three uh, a, a six man tag? Are they going to do Bray, maybe Luke and Braun going up against Big Show, Kane and Ryback, and maybe this could be the night that Undertaker comes back when it's four on three, uh, and just kind of cleans house, and then we get an Undertaker WrestleMania match of some kind, maybe against Bray, maybe against whatever. Do they, do you see Undertaker being involved in this at all? No. I, I see it being possibly a six-man with everybody but Bray. Wyatt family beats them here, and then it leads into their attack on Brock in the main event. Because it wouldn't make sense for Undertaker to get involved in this unless he's going to actually wrestle on Fastlane. And if that was the case, he should be advertised for Fastlane and not make exactly. it a surprise the night of. Because, yeah, exactly. I, I feel like we're pretty gung-ho right now on Undertaker and John Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah. So I would go with that. Now we have to go to the main event. Okay. And that means talking about Dean Ambrose and his booking over the last couple of weeks. Mm. Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, the number one contendership to the world championship at WrestleMania 32. Um, despite all of the past weeks in WWE trying to get you to think Dean Ambrose might have a shot, Roman Reigns still to me is a 99% favorite to win this match with the other 1% all going to Brock Lesnar. I don't feel Dean Ambrose has a shot to win this match one tiny bit, but the fact that they are convincing some people that Dean could win uh, means WWE is doing their job. Have they done their job with you, Jeff? Do you think Dean Ambrose has a shot to win this match? No, but I think they've done a good job of making you think he will. How about that? Can I parse it like that? No, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, because I, I feel you're, that I think, you're right I think, on. I think, I think losing the the, uh, I, I think they're 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 tweaking us a bit by having him lose his um, Intercontinental title on Raw and going, oh well, they don't want him to hold two belts. Maybe he'll win here. And oh, here comes the. He'll turn possibly, or maybe he'll do that. I think they probably will turn Dean heel still. I think they're going to go that route. And I think, uh, I think the Wyatts are going to knock out Brock setting up whatever WrestleMania thing they're going to do there. And then I think, uh, Roman's going to end up, uh, beating Dean and Dean's going to get upset about this. And he'll be the guy in six man matches on raw with, with the Dudleys against the Usos and Roman. I don't know, but I, I, I think, yeah, Roman's winning this. I think, I think, I think they, I think they push all the chips in and say, we're going all in. That's the plan. Yeah, I think Roman is winning this all. Um, it is There's a possibility, I suppose, that you can kind of push a narrative that this whole Vincent J. McMahon award somehow plays into the world title picture. If it's not yeah. Triple H directly, that it could be, you know, Dean Ambrose playing his part in, you know, Roman Reigns losing or Brock Lesnar losing. There's There's a couple of different ways you can go, but I think Roman Reigns is winning this all for WWE. Good for them if they have convinced anyone that Dean Ambrose might win, because you should. You should want to put doubt so that going into the match, a result isn't super predictable. So that's a good thing that WWE has convinced some that Dean Ambrose could possibly win this match. Now, I don't, I don't know if they're going to do Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens after this. Um, the Intercontinental Championship to me screams to be the belt 
that is going to be in some kind of ladder match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, as much as the U.S. title is a similar championship, I don't know if Alberto Del Rio is on the level of doing a ladder match this year. Um, maybe they do some type of unification. They could always try and do something like that. Uh, but Kevin Owens almost seems destined to be in a ladder match of some kind at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, part of me was thinking when you were talking about Alberto, maybe they just split up the League of Nations and have them be the multi guys in that U.S. title match. And then for the Intercontinental, they do a four way with like Dean, Owens, uh, Sami Zayn, AJ, and maybe throw Dolph in there. Sure. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of different ways they can go, but that is uh, WWE Fastlane. Any other notes about this show coming up on Sunday that maybe we forgot or you want to make mention of? You know, even in the parts that I thought were poorly scripted, like the Stephanie Dean thing from the opening last night, I, th I think Dean Ambrose has been really good in playing his part I, here. I think he's done his job, yeah. I think he's done uh, a pretty good job in getting... There are some out there that I've read that think the whole the whole situation has been put up to make Dean Ambrose look like the very top babyface. And to me, I, I take question with that a little bit just because, you know, in every aspect, Dean Ambrose has always needed Big Brother's help to do anything. Otherwise, he gets destroyed every time. I think they teased the turn very well last night because it was obvious to me that he wasn't really trying to hit the dirty deeds because he had his tongue out and whatnot. Just, I think he was just kind of saying, I can do this to yeah, you. Yeah, just kind I of proving to. that he could do it. Yeah. And maybe yeah. if he got the chance, though, maybe if he got the chance, he might have done it. You know, you never know. He's a guy that they kind of tease this going into Survivor Series that, you know, if if face to face, it, it's not going to go as Roman Reigns might have thought. Dean Ambrose I, is the unstable one. In a perfect world, in a perfect wrestling company, an unstable, doesn't care about face or heel dynamic, Dean Ambrose as an agent of chaos would be so much money to me. But, I mean... I'm interested. I'm interested to see if they turn him and, and how the crowd reacts to that. That's the thing I'm interested in. I'm interested to see how the crowd reacts to a Roman Reigns win. We should also mention that uh, Edge and Christian are going to be doing their talk show segment. Hyped. At Fastlane with the New Day. I'm actually excited. Well, not no, not that part. I'm excited about their show on the network. Really? I think they're, genu I'm, I think they're genuinely funny. I think they have a certain level of self-deprecation to themselves. And... I may know someone who's working on it. <laughs> um, I, you know, to me, they're fine doing goofy comedy as long as it's not on wrestling. And I'm fine with that. And as long as they're bringing in stuff, I, I kind of like the whole meta commentary shows poking fun at wrestling at times. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't like it within the, the wrestling program necessarily. Sure. No, I it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a Deadpool thing or ambush bug if you're a DC fan. Did you see Deadpool? Not yet. I'm 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 excited to go see. It. I just haven't had time. I thought Thank it was quite great and hilarious. No. Oh no, no, I, I have nothing but high hopes for it because I've I've you know the character is great and well I don't want to get too far off track but yes I am excited to go see Deadpool. Get off track. Do it. Get off track. Uh, we now are... we talk some Suicide Squad. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. Really excited for the next Cloverfield movie though. Not me. I'm not a sci-fi guy. I love them. Cloverfield. Um, we are going to be back mm. on Sunday night after WWE Fastlane. Jeff and I will be live. You can watch the show, listen to it live as it is recorded. Sunday You'll night, voicesofwrestling.com slash YouTube. You should go subscribe. It is free to do so. We don't charge you. You can nope. come enjoy the shows. Uh, Brandon Stroud is still the leader in the clubhouse. For the Kenny M. Chaos Tradition of Magnificence Award, we will read the results and present the award on Sunday night or Monday. I don't know yet. And I don't know if we'll have anyone to present it to because Brandon might get offended thinking it's Brandon's, a joke award. Brandon Stroud, not subject to appear. <laughs> not subject to appear is correct, but I hope you all appear live yes. on YouTube on Sunday night. Thanks for listening to this week's Shake Them Ropes. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.